Happy Monday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. So glad you're here to kick off another great week as we are back from the Thanksgiving holiday here in the States. And listener Ashley joins us from out in Arizona to talk about her Disneyland trip just a couple of months ago with her young family. And wow, what a fun trip they had. You're going to really enjoy today's trip because we go all over the parks, Disneyland, DCA. While they were out there, they did the Oogie Boogie Bash, so we get some feedback on that. We talk about traveling with two young girls who are pretty brave and do some fun stuff like the Animation Academy, riding uh, the coaster back in Mickey's Toontown, and great character interactions, awesome meals, snacks not to miss on your trip. If you need a virtual vacation, I'm telling you what, this is it. So strap in for the next 45 minutes. We're going to have a good time heading out to Disneyland. As always, our show is brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. Check them out for all your Disney trip planning needs. We'll help you plan that next vacation to Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney for no additional cost to you. That's right. Our services are absolutely free to you, and you get lots of little goodies when you book with The Magic for Less as well. Check them out today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link as you shop during this holiday season. That one extra click supports the show and it helps us keep everything going. All you got to do is bookmark it and use it as often as you can. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And finally, thank you to our patrons who support us each and every month. You can do so as well, starting at just $5 per month for all the shows that we put out. It supports the video. It supports the hosting. It supports the bandwidth. And it really does mean a lot to us. And if you support us on Patreon, you get a bonus show every week. It's called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to join us, we'd sure love to have you. Come on over, patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2,396 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Monday to you. Hope you are still finishing up those leftovers because you know what? Like I said on Friday, hot take, sometimes leftovers better than the original meal. And I think that is true with a lot of uh, Thanksgiving food and of course... I don't know if you heard, I'm celebrating a little little birthday today too. So uh, at this point, I will have been podcasting in three of my decades that I've been alive. That is ridiculous, but uh, yeah, I just appreciate you guys all keeping me feeling young doing the show here. And I think that's what Disney does for all of us. You know, we get to go to the places like Disneyland, Walt Disney World, sail on the Disney Cruise Line, run these crazy races and, uh, you know, pretend like we're still 12. Even though our knees are like 86 and crackle and crink as we go up the steps, that, that's the story of my life. So hopefully you're having a great Monday, back to reality for a lot of us, back to work. But hey, Christmas is right around the corner and I'm sure you'll be getting all the ads because you got to buy all the stuff and it, it, stress doesn't need to start yet. We'll, we'll start amping up the stress here in a couple of weeks. That that That's how we'll do that. But today we're getting you back into the groove with a fun trip report. We're headed out to Disneyland today, which I'm super pumped for because I get to get out there to run in that uh was that second third week of january so joining us from out in arizona we have ashley ashley happy monday 
Hi, happy Monday. Happy birthday, Mike. Oh my gosh. Thank you very much. It's uh, you know, just typical Monday around here. The wife's back to school. She was off all last week. So we, we may go to like a hibachi restaurant or something tonight, but not, not trying to make a big deal out of it, I don't think. We'll see. It's a big birthday though. It's yeah, it's uh, can't believe it, man. It got here pretty quick. And I gotta quit doing stupid stuff like running marathons at this point. <laughs> Because the knees are the knees have a lot of miles on them, you know. It's like the, you know, if they were retires, they'd they'd be bald at this point. So, <laughs> anyway, so uh, how is uh, how's things going out in Arizona? Doing good. Um, it's you know starting to starting to cool down. It's still pretty warm around here this time of year. We're still out in our shorts and our t-shirts, you know. But yeah, everything's going well on this side. I gotta say, I'm always jealous of folks that live in Arizona, especially during spring training, because it just looks okay. like I mean just God's beautiful creation. You know, Florida has the storms and everything, but Arizona, it seems, especially during the, uh, you know, the cactus league for all those teams that, that make their way down there in the spring, just like yeah. beautiful weather all the time. I know it gets yeah. extremely hot, but yeah. October to March, that's why people live here. <laughs> it's beautiful October to March. And then we just power through April through September. Just stay inside, hunker down. Mm -hmm. Like like we do from like January to March here in the winter time. We're just like, Eh, just see outside from the window. That's good enough. Exactly. Okay, so give us a little background on your Disney history because you're located more towards the West Coast, which we're going to be talking about Disneyland today, so that makes sense. But where does it all start for you as far as the Disney fandom? Yeah, so I actually grew up in Dallas, and so I was kind of smack dab in between mm -hmm. both parks. And so I didn't grow up going to the parks. My parents took us on one really big Walt Disney World trip um, before we actually moved overseas when I was like, nine and so that always stood out to me it was awesome we were there for like a week and did so many things and um you know obviously i grew up watching the movies and you know reading the books and all of that but um when i had my own children it was always something that we wanted to take them you know to, to disney and um my oldest daughter just turned six and my littlest one's about to turn four so my my youngest was born right before the pandemic mm -hmm. and so um we kind of got delayed <laughs> with going to a park because of that and uh, we actually took our first trip last june so june of 22 and went to disneyland we had absolutely no idea what we were doing and um you know, I found the podcast kind of shortly after that trip because I was like, okay, I need to, <laughs> it was an amazing trip. I was like, I'm hooked. I get it. Like, I'm going to be here all the time, but I need to figure out what I'm doing because I was like a chicken with my head cut off at that place. And um, so I found the podcast and I think at that time you were about, you were about to take your first yes. trip. Yeah. So I was like, oh my gosh, this is perfect. <laughs> you know, I, I need help. Right. And um, I actually was sick for a couple of days during that June trip. So I really feel like I got gypped there and so i told i told my husband i said we got to go back just the four of us and so we decided to do a quick two-day trip literally that same october and i felt much more prepared for what i was doing and so now i joke that it's like a it's like a competitive sport for me to make sure that my trip is as you know efficient and planned out as as can be and the podcast is a big big reason for that you know I, i've said that on this show many times and i don't hear that very often like stated but i think it's because i'm involved in sports right i mean my whole life revolves around sports my mm -hmm. daughter works professionally in sports my you yeah. know it's just that that's my thing but disney people i think i mean even if they don't there's a lot of there's a lot of people who if you got the venn diagram there's a lot of sports fans who are also Disney fans, especially like, I mean, SEC football, especially for Walt Disney World fans. I, maybe I see it because I'm one of them. But here's the thing. You mentioned the word competitive. 
Mm-hmm. A Disney vacation, even if you don't think about this now here on a Monday, think about this. You're competing for so many different experiences, dining reservations, uh, you know, the quicker access to an attraction, you know, because of just having better knowledge, having a better plan. I mean, it is it's like you're, you know, you know I'm, a, I'm a Bama fan, right? It's like you're Nick Saban. So you're constantly your plan is never good enough. You're always looking to get a little more information, find another podcast, find another blog, find somebody that was there, a little nugget. And I think that's what keeps the folks who listen to our show and, you know, the folks like us kind of engaged 365 rather than just that four or five days a year when we're at, you know, at a Disney park, which I enjoy because it's, it is, it's like almost like a fantasy sport to me, you know, because you're always like assessing things from, from afar and saying, okay, well, I'm going in January, but this change just happened yesterday. How's that going to change my game plan? You know, constantly. So you, you kind of see it the same way? Yeah. I mean, I think because we also went just so many times here, um, like I said, June, then October, then we went back in April, and then we just did a week in October. And, you know, each time it was kind of like, okay, I learned something new that I'm going to apply. And, um, you know, and obviously they change the food and, mm-hmm. you know, there's seasonal things that you want to do. And um, it's really tough to do everything in one trip. So that was also kind of a nice, um, I guess, hook is, you know, okay, next time when we go, we didn't get to do these three or four things. So we're going to prioritize that next time, you know, so that's, it's nice that you, I've been several times, but the experience is still new. Totally. It, uh, you yeah. said it so well. That's exactly right. Now, let me ask you this real quick before we ju- jump into this trip, because we've got a lot. I can't wait to share this trip report from October. But your first trip, looking back on it, now that you have all these other trips under your belt with your family and going with a family. I, I've told Ricky this mm-hmm. because now she's a mom, right? She's been doing this whole thing for with us. For, you know, we've been doing the show for almost 16 years. And yeah. now she finally has a kid, right? She see me because when we started the show, my youngest was two months old. She is getting Mm -hmm. her license January 2nd. And so she'll be dry. She drove me home from dinner tonight. And uh, it's one of those things that, you know, I've always had the kids and she has an older sister. So I was always interacting with this. Ricky's been going her entire life, like adult life without kids. And all of a sudden she's going to be thrown into this. So she's going to be experiencing a lot of things where her, she's going to look at things a lot differently. So looking back on your first time out there to now, what would you say was like one of the biggest things that you think you did air quotes wrong or something wrong. that you've improved on? You're like, Oh my God, I can't believe I did. I did it that way. You know, something like that. I mean, where do I start? There's so many things. But, um, I mean, we could be here all day, but um, the first time we just did three days in the park, um, which I do think three days for Disneyland is sufficient. I agree. Um, you know, but I just didn't recognize, especially at that time, my kids were two and four, and I did not recognize the importance of getting to the park when it opened. Oh. We rolled in at, you know, 11 o'clock. Oh, you see, you, you were Ricky. That's the problem. Right? That <laughs> I was. I was Ricky on that first trip. And my brother and, and sister-in-law went on that trip, too. And my sister-in-law's from California, so she kind of knew a little bit more about what she was doing. But again, we didn't kind of game plan well that trip. And so they would get there, you know, at 7 30 for rope drop and i'm like what's rope drop like i'll you know i don't want to wake up at six that seems like you know i'm going to be there all day you know so we would roll in at 11 and we still had a great trip but then it's like you hit that weird time and you guys have talked about this on the podcast before where it's like you didn't take a break 
So you're kind of in this like weird, you know, midday part where it's like, it's really hot. It's really crowded, you know, but you just got here like three hours ago. So you can't really leave. So that was definitely one. Um, And then Genie Plus would be honestly the the next one as we did not do Genie Plus every day that first trip. And after going through that, it, for me, it's like, we have to do it. It's, it's so much more convenient with small children, you know, to not have to wait in those lines and, you know, to be able to kind of game plan your day or stack, you know, your lightning lanes for later. Um, you know, so those two things for sure, for me. Those are good tips. Cause I, you know, I just want people to hear these things from somebody who has been there recently done that. And I think that's great advice for about thinking about going either to Walt Disney world or Disneyland either, you know, yeah. There, there is such, but I know that it stinks to get up early on vacation. It's vacation. That's what everybody says. You know, I should be chilling out. Walt Disney World, Disneyland, cruise line, you can sleep in. You know, right. that's what you do. You're it's day at sea, perfect. But I mean, I still don't sleep in because I want to do all the stuff. Like on the ship, yeah. even like I want to do the, the sports fantasy draft down in six, eight, seven, or whatever. I, I'm, I'm, I'm all in. I'm just, I'm yeah. nerd. But. You know, the benefits once you've been there, done that, like you saw, like, well, you know, I, we did get up early. God, we got three times as much done. And then we did have time to be out of the park when it's kind of the most miserable time of the day, like from like, you know, the noon to three or something, yeah. you know, we're out, we're going to come back. And you mentioned Genie Plus. I will mm-hmm. say this for those f- folks that have experienced Walt Disney World many times, but not Disneyland, just as my personal choice. When I go to Disneyland, this will be my third trip here in a year, coming up in January, is I just automatically add Genie Plus and I automatically add Park Hopper. I don't even think yeah. about it because both of them are so useful at the Disneyland Resort because Park Hopper, you can just literally walk back and forth. You can be in the back of DCA and over beyond the Matterhorn at, at Disneyland in 10 minutes, 15 minutes yeah. max. And yeah. like you said, Genie Plus, I think what it is there, it's the density of the attractions, right? I mean... You can either secure something that you really want, you know, and kind of wait it out. But what what I've done when I've been out there with Scott and stuff is like, we just look for like the next available thing. And I mean, we can just go, 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 go and never wait in a standby line like all day. It's crazy. Yeah, I think it's totally. a good value. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and the good thing about that still knock on wood, I shouldn't say this out loud, is that you can still add uh, Genie Plus to your tickets pre-trip at Disneyland and not have to worry about God, that is the greatest of all things. That's the best. I yes, still think. Yes. And it just, it just, it, it kind of secures, right? Like certain experiences that you want to have. And it's less, I think it's less stressful um, that way. Cause I know that we're going to be able to do everything that we want to do. So that peace of mind is helpful. I agree. All right. So let's talk about your trip. So the trip we're going to talk about, when did you go and uh, how did it come about? Like, when did you decide to, to take the trip and, and all the planning sure. and stuff? Yeah, so we just went this um, October. We went um, October eighth through fourteenth of this year. So right, um, right, kind of in the middle of the Halloween season there. And we decided to take this trip after our June trip last year. So my whole family went um, in June, and it was like it was this was great. We want to do this once a year, and um, you know because my immediate family went back that same October. Um, it was really my brother who was like, you know. I'm okay to go in June, but I would really much rather go in October and kind of have the Halloween, mm-hmm. you know, since we were just here in June and he's a school teacher, like, nice. um, like your wife. And so he's limited to certain breaks. Um, so we said, okay, well then this is the week you have off. So this is the week that we're going. Um, and yeah. And so it, we decided what's going to be an annual thing. And this time we just made it October instead. 
Awesome. It's, I got to get out there that time of year because there's a lot of stuff I want to do at Disneyland out there. Like the, uh, the Oogie Boogie Bash would be a lot of fun to get to experience because I've done the parties at Walt Disney World, but that looks... I, the only one thing that scares me about that is trying to get the tickets. I mean, the tickets is a harrowing uh, experience. I've never had to do that, but I've seen everybody like, oh my gosh, we sold out in five seconds. Yes, and yes. You know. that, that in and of itself was an experience this year. Because <laughs> that, that was something that was very important to, again, my, my brother and his wife were like, we want to do the Oogie Boogie Bash. I was kind of like, ah, I don't know if I'd rather do four park days, you know, or do we do that? But we were like, okay, fine, we're going to do it. And getting those tickets, man, like I've, you know, I, I don't think I have anxiety, but that was the closest to, you know, it's, it's worse than signing up for, I mean, it's, it's crazier than signing up for a run Disney race and they are like terrible to sign up for. So it was intense. Uh, it's, yeah. It's, but it's, we were, we all got tickets. I mean, so it, it worked out, but it was, I mean, it was intense. Um, so, so yeah, we decided that we were going to do the Oogie Boogie Bash while we were there instead of the fourth park day. And so obviously those happened, I think, you know, Tuesdays, Thursdays, Sunday. So that also kind of dictated to like when we were going to be in the parks and which days. All right. Sounds good. So you were out there from October 8th to the 14th. So we'll jump mm -hmm. into some of the highlights. Let's talk about your accommodations. Yeah. How'd you decide where you guys were going to stay? So, um, because we wanted to stay with my parents, we decided to do an Airbnb, um, home, you know, less than 10 minutes away just to have a little bit more space. And, um, since we were, we were going to be there for six nights and we were taking an off day in the middle of the week. And we knew with Oogie Boogie on Tuesday, we wouldn't be getting to the park. till like two 30 or three o'clock. So we just wanted to not be in a hotel. Um, you know, the, there's upsides and downsides to that, you know, mm -hmm. um, I would have loved to have been walking distance when I, when we went the last two times with just my husband and my children, we were, and it was amazing. Um, so my brother and his wife stayed walking distance at a hotel. Um, you know, they wanted that convenience, you know, which again, there's lots of benefits to that and, you know, but we wanted space. So we kind right. of divided that way. It's good. It's a good point. I mean, cause it is like, what, what's going to be most valuable to you, the easy, real easy access to get into to the parks or space to all share the accommodation, which did, did yeah. it work out? Okay. Well, kind of, uh, you know, post trip looking at it, what would you say? Was it a right decision? Would you do it again? Would you change it? I mean, for this long of a trip, I think it was good to have the space, you know, again, that off day to have a living room and multiple bedrooms and a full mm -hmm. kitchen um, was really, really nice. And, you know, the, the house was great and it was reasonable in terms of cost. Um, you know, I think if you're if you're going for just maybe two quick days or three nights, I would absolutely always stay walking distance because it's just so much, you know, it's worth it. Um, but once that trip starts extending, you know, I yeah. think about like, I, I want to make sure I sleep well and I want to yeah. make sure that I have, you know, like I can make lunches and things like that for, for the kids. It's a good point. Yeah. I mean, I'm staying at a good neighbor hotel this time for the races because I had Disneyland. I had one of the new villas, uh, booked, but it was, it's just me. Cause I wanted to see if I could swing something with Scott, but Scott's going with his family and then his dad's meeting him out there. So like, you know, he's got all his whole family stuff going on. I just couldn't justify the price for, you know, yeah. when it's just yourself. Like I was like, yeah. I'll just get a, and then yeah. I found out the hotel I got, it's like right at the start line for the races. So I'm like, perfect, let's go. And it's <laughs> right price. Cause I'm a cheap dude. And it was like, Hey, I'm in. So I'm, I'm across the street. So that's not a problem. Nice. Okay. So yep. let's talk about it. So you guys get there Oh, real quick. Did you guys fly in from Arizona? We drove. drove. We drove. How far is it for you guys? From us at about six, six and a half, um, you know, so it's a significant drive, but you know, again, when you've got a stroller and you've got all yeah, this stuff, just car seats, you know, it's just easier. 
Yeah, we used to because I used to be scared to fly forever, and so we'd drive every time to Walt Disney World fifteen and a half hours with a trailblazer pulling a trailer because of Mallory. Yeah. Stuff, it was crazy. We, yeah, I was yeah. an idiot. I, I was a total. I mean, if you want to look up a like idiot Walt Disney World traveler, it was me back in the day because we brought so much stuff. We, I mean, a tra- it was a full size SUV, and we still couldn't fit our stuff in there. Like we brought a trailer behind it. We didn't need all that stuff anyway. So you guys get there, Disneyland first, good call. Mm-hmm. That's where I'll be going first in January. I just cannot wait. Um, so talk to us, you know, about, uh, you know, experiences first day. So that first day we knew because we weren't going to be getting to the parks Tuesday morning um, that we were going to just go hard all day. Um, we did not take breaks this trip, which was tough, really? um, you know, but our kids are a little bit older. We kind of, you know, strategize a little bit about how and when that would look. But um, we prioritize rides this day because, um, again, we wanted to try to just focus on that. So I think we did like 18 different rides that first day. It was crazy. Um, Some of them multiple times. So we rode everything. Um, I think we started in Fantasyland that day because our kids are smaller. My nieces um, are two and five also. And, you know, so we hit all the, you know, Snow White and Pinocchio and Peter Pan and the carousel and all of the stuff that's in that that area and started stacking our lightning lanes um, during that first two hours when the park's just less crowded. Um, But the coolest part, I guess, about that day was, or just the fact that it's Halloween time is they have characters out that you don't see other times of the year, specifically a lot of villains. Um, you know, so it was really, I mean, we ran into, um, Captain Hook, which I was like, this is really cool. Like I've never seen, you know, that character walking around the park before and, um, you know, took photos and interacted with the kids and signed, you know, autographs and, um, Pocahontas was out and, you know, my kids really love, the character yeah, interaction perfect too. age perfect age yes and that's what really captured it for me when the very first time we went is is seeing them interact with you know princesses and and mickey and minnie i was like oh my gosh like this is this is why people go yeah, you're like, like I, I get wh- it. where's the camera crew because i'm going to be yeah. in the next commercial because your, your kids i mean the, these pictures are just i mean the, adorable doesn't say it i mean I hope you have frames for all these around your house or on the wall or at your desk whatever because these have to be in a frame if they're yeah. not it's a crime but the one of Gaston yes. taking the picture, like that, that needs to be in promotional videos, right? I mean, when I saw that, I'm like, that, that can't even be real. Like that yeah. is so, I mean, it's like, you know, one to 10 on the cute scale. It's like a 12. It's crazy. Yeah. He actually, I mean, the interaction with him, I mean, so we had four girls, like honestly spent probably three, four, five minutes with each kid. And he was into it. Like he was very into this character and, you know, just kind of flirting with the kids and talking about himself. And, you know, so we got great video, great photos of that. And my kids just thought that was so cool because, you know, he's interacting with them. And um, we bought them, we had done autograph books in the past and I wanted to do something a little bit different this time. So um, I had bought these, they're called like the who's who of Disney characters on Amazon, kind of like these almanacs. And, um, I was like, oh, we can, you know, take these and have the characters sign them. And I loved that idea. I didn't realize how heavy they were, like, you know, carting them around the parks all day. <laughs> but um, but we did that. And and that was 
a, a different kind of way, I think, to make it a little bit new for my kids. But Gaston, you know, doesn't know how to write. So he couldn't sign the books. And so he's <laughs> just kissing himself, like the photo of himself. You know, that was his autograph. And my kids were like, wait, what? Why can't he, you know, why can't he sign my book? It's like, well, he doesn't. Didn't he spell it in the movie like G A S G A S T? Like oh, I'm just trying to think the song. Like it's, oh I my think he gosh. spells it. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was that day. Just you know, we um we also had ridden some rides we'd never ridden before. I mean, because again, when I went when we went back in June, we didn't get to we didn't get to all the adult rides or the stuff that maybe the kids weren't tall enough for because we were again trying to make sure the kids got to ride things and so. That was another piece this trip is we were like, the adults need to ride the things that the kids aren't tall enough for. Like I had never ridden the Incredicoaster. I had never ridden Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh. So those were two big ones that I'm like, I got to do this. You know, um, my niece is tall enough to ride Guardians, but my daughter, my my now six-year-old wasn't. Um, so it was nice to have six adults because then we were able to yep. do kind of the ride swap and make sure everybody got to to do the things they wanted to do. So you also mentioned on this first day, just because, I mean, Disneyland to me, everything, I just, I just love Disneyland. I've said this a hundred times and I'm just going to say it a hundred more. It's, it's so awesome out there. Cause I, again, it's the new th thing for me. Like I've been to Walt Disney World so many times. I love world, but like mm -hmm. Disneyland is like, you know, the new thing. So yeah. the snacks and you had the Ronto wrap back in Galaxy's Edge, it looks like is one of your meals. You said, heck yes on that. And I love that breakfast Ronto wraps even better. It takes it to another, I don't know what there's like a sauce on or something, but yeah. The, the Edelweiss are, I always say that wrong because I'm not a yeah, music person, Edelweiss, but yeah. the snacks there in Fantasyland, you got cheesy garlic pretzel bread. Yes. Oh. I still think about this. Like, maybe <laughs> I'm, saying, I'm thinking weekend. about it now too. <laughs> we got, yeah, it was one of the new like seasonal things. They actually, I just, when I was doing the notes for you, I lo actually looked like, oh, they still have it. Um, so it is still there. You can still get it. It's like seven fifty. Oh. It is such a good deal. It was delicious. We actually ended up getting it again, like the next night. I just got like three of them, and we like all split it. Um, it's it was it was so good, cheesy. If you like cheese, you like garlic. Oh, dude, I'm just it. saying, if uh, if that's still around in January, heads up because this is why I, I love hope the show. it is for you. Because <laughs> I I learned stuff. Like this is gonna make my trip better in January. Okay, so the next day we we gotta make sure we keep moving here because we gotta get. Oh, through. Yeah. No, no. Um, so the next day was a Tuesday. It was actually my dad's birthday. Ten ten. Uh, was your Oogie Boogie Bash day. So did you guys, because you went into the park later, did you guys mm -hmm. just kind of chill out at the house there or just Yeah, we just in? slept in because we went like 8 a.m. to 10.45. Like we went straight that through on Monday. I could, so your, your girls are stronger than I am because I'd have been like tapped out. I'm like, I'm done. They were troopers. <laughs> my littlest one did nap in the stroller most of the days, but my older one powered through um but yeah so we slept in and just kind of took it easy in the morning and then we got to the parks at like 2 30 because they let you mix in at three and so you have that three hours i think it's three hours before the party starts um and so we didn't have genie plus we didn't have a park ticket so that first three hours was a little painful compared to what we mm -hmm. did on monday because we had to wait in the lines it was busy you know but we just did a couple rides and got in position for when the party started. And again, you know, with the cost of the party with four people, we wanted to prioritize the party experiences more so than ride the rides with short lines. You know, I knew that we'd be back for two more days. We would have Genie Plus. I felt like 
we would get to everything. Um, the thing that I really wanted to do ride ride wise though was Radiator Springs Racers because I have never ridden it. As does everybody in the park. It, it is the, Cars Land is the coolest land. It, I it I still say it's better than Galaxy's Edge, and I am a huge Star Wars fan. But okay, my husband you, is too. When you walk through Cars Land, I it, it's I still can't believe it. Like that, that's I've been there twice now. I can't wait the third time in January. And when yeah. I go in there, especially when they do the shaboom like at dusk, mm-hmm. I, you you could not tell me I'm not in that movie. Like they they <laughs> brought such an animated film. Into three so dimensions. Realistic. Like it is unbelievable. The level of detail and just how immersive that land is. Like it's just, 100%. it's unbelievable. I just love yeah. that land. These pictures yeah. you have, I'm just like, Oh, I got to get out there for yeah. Halloween. It was great. And they, they deck it out. I mean, it's full blown for Halloween, you know? And so, you know, we tried to make sure we hit all the photo pass spots that were included, that's included with your ticket. Um, you know, and, and so that was amazing. And just once the, once the treat trails opened, like just the character pieces, was great you know just and again that's what my kids love so like even though they were more villains right you know it was still really awesome i mean sid was hilarious and kind of like you know called out my three-year-old he was like giving her a hard time and um you know the big one for us my my youngest daughter is obsessed with tangles she loves rapunzel and so i had gotten her like a little pascal like shoulder pal to wear around at oogie boogie bash that day and i knew mother gothel was going to be there and she was so pumped to, to see mother gothel and she had like a little black frying yeah, pan the, the pictures are around. just i mean again they're yeah. just precious like with the frying yeah. pan the rapunzel on her shoulder i mean come on yeah. now <laughs> yeah so she did good for about the first like 10 15 seconds she was shaking the frying pan at her and telling her you know and then Mother Gothel talked to her. And then she was like, ah! you know, like, I'm like, it's okay. <laughs> so she kind of freaked out. Um, so then we had to move on, you know, but the first, you know, 45 seconds of that was worth the price of admission for me. <laughs> that's that, but that, that's your story though. You know what I'm saying? Like we all have that with our kids. Like, yeah. oh man, this is going so great. This is going so great. Whoop, 180. <laughs> Let's roll. And so get, we, yeah, we exactly. hustled right out of there, you know, but, um, but yeah, the treat trails actually moved really fast. We were able to, again, see everything we wanted to see. The parade was amazing. Um, when we went last October or was it April? When we went in April and we saw magic happens like that parade was so amazing. And we watched it again this trip, but I told, you know, I was telling my family, like, we have to watch this parade. Like, I do not want to miss it. I want to make sure that we get good seats and we're there because it was, I mean, and it was fantastic. Um, my oldest daughter really likes nightmare before Christmas. So obviously she was really into the Oogie Boogie stuff and they have a Jack and Sally specific float with characters on it. And the Sally character actually saw her with her little, she had like her little zero and her little Sally dress and kind of pointed her out. And my daughter just thought that was the coolest thing. Like Sally, you know, waved at me and talked to me and she pointed at her and pointed to zero. And I was just like, Oh my gosh, you know, I'm there. Like I'm crying. Exactly. Cause that's why you go there. I mean, that's exactly why we plan these things out. That's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. These pictures, man, they're just something. (laughs) They're just, they are really something. So in the bottom line, it sounds like you think the Oogie Boogie Bash was because war- it, you know, again, it is a it's a hassle. I mean, there's no other yeah. way to, to get around to getting those tickets, man. It's almost mm-hmm. like a lottery. It, it's like a, you know, it's it's panic inducing. But yeah, through all that, getting the tickets, the cost of the tickets, you guys feel like it was worth it in the end. 
Yeah, I feel like it was really well done. Everything was obviously new, unique, you know, things we'd never done before. And, um, you know, I mean, the can the trick or treating part was cool, but that's, you know, candy is candy, right? They have good candy, but, you know, it was candy. And, you know, just, yeah, I don't think it's something I would want to do every single year, but I definitely think it's something we would do every now and then, um, you know, especially as the kids get older. Sounds good. Okay, so now I, I like this because after a hard ticket party like Boogie Bash or even if you're at Walt Disney World, the Christmas party, Halloween party, what have you, after hours event, sleep in day, rest day, just chill. Looks like yep. you guys did that and then you took advantage of just downtown Disney because downtown yeah. Disney is happening. I There's something about, it. again, Walt Disney World, it, it's kind of like a microcosm of how the whole properties are. Like Disney Springs is way bigger and it's got a lot more going on, but it's... It, Downtown Disney at Disneyland is smaller, but it's mm-hmm. dense. There's a lot happening there. I really like Downtown Disney. Lot, lots yeah, of Yeah, and just walking around and the vibe is is great. And so yeah, we um we had dinner at the Grand Californian Craftsman Bar and Grill. So it's kind of like a poolside. It was really informal. Um, you know, food was really good. They have this really amazing Wagyu burger that I would oh. get nine more times. <laughs> um, it was great. And we had to get ice cream at Salt and Straw. That's, you know, kind of the whole highlight of downtown Disney for me is, is that is their ice cream. So what was the line like all the way wrapped around the place? Like the, always, the line like was always. long, but it actually moved pretty fast. I mean, <laughs> when I first saw it, I was like, okay, there's no way we're going to get four kids to wait in this line, you know, but it, they moved pretty, pretty quick. And so, you know, kids got chocolate, everything. And um, yeah, we, we just, we just took kind of more of a chill night. I think we were only down there maybe three hours. And then, you know, my, my mom took the kids to the world of Disney store and bought oh, them yeah. all a, you know, a toy and, you know, that's, <laughs> that's her thing. And so they had their little shopping bags walking around. And so, yeah, they were, they were quite happy that night. That makes the kids happy and it makes grandma happy. So yes, every, everybody exactly. wins. So what was this Pluto's pumpkin pursuit? Was that just kind of like a scavenger hunt around downtown Disney? I guess I can't remember. Yeah. So it's, I I don't know if they, I think they do it a couple different times a year, but yeah. So they had like these different pumpkins that were uh, painted like different Disney characters. So you had to go around and find them. Um, Yeah. My kids really liked, they liked it more than I thought. I was just like, oh, well, you know, it was 10 bucks per card. So I was like, okay, you know, 20 bucks. Let's just see how this goes. But they loved it. And then they got these cute little, sippers um you know for completing it and so they thought again little souvenir you know and walk around the whole downtown disney and finding those things was yeah, fun for them that's fun i mean it's very much like those things they do at epcot you know during the festivals where you get the you know paint can or whatever during festival yeah. arts, stuff like that all right so glad you rested up and got to do yeah. a little chill day because we're right back at it the next day over at dca so tell us about this day so yeah, so Thursday came fast. <laughs> so, <laughs> when I woke up, I'm like, oh man, can I do this again? Um, you know, but we started in DCA to again try to hit some of those rides. You know, my my parents had never done a lot of the. We only did like maybe a couple hours in DCA when we all went last June. Even though we had Park Hopper, we didn't spend a ton of time in DCA. Um, so we wanted to make sure that we you know, did web slingers and, you know, guardians and, and all of those things. Um, my, my family had never done Soren over the world, which is like one of my favorite rides. Oh, my daughter yes. loves it. Um, so it was just great to have those experiences. And then again, they had some, they had some food we had to try. Um, I had been hearing so much about this fluffernutter churro <laughs> at, that's only in DCA at one churro cart. Um, but it was like marshmallow sauce, peanut butter sauce, and like chocolate chips over a churro. And I, oh, again, 
there's no need to eat a regular churro anymore once you've had this. <laughs> this is like, the only way to eat a churro. I'm glad I'm running all these miles. Like I'm doing the dopey challenge and I'm doing the races out of Disney. I'm eating all the stuff. Like whatever yeah. you're saying, like just, I'm going to get three of them. You know, between Scott and I, we'll be like, how about a half dozen? <laughs> yeah, it was so good. I, a little bit of a line, but worth the wait. Yeah. Um, worth the wait. And then, you know, the Paradise Pier, they had kind of redone San Francisco Square. So like all the restaurants had kind of changed and um, the food obviously was different. So they had more kind of Asian inspired dishes, which I really like. So I had this, um, you know, crispy chicken sandwich. I want to say it. I don't know how to say it. it's like the Karage inspired chicken sandwich and so, so good. And just, I mean, that place in general, that pier is always packed with, with people. Um, but that was, yeah, that was real. That was a really good lunch that day too. It looks like too. You, this is the great thing about Disneyland. You end of the night over at Disneyland Park to see the magic happens, and you know, kind of take it in there. And I mean, it's so easy to park up. It'd be a shame yes. not to have park hopper out there. Yes, and so, and we actually grabbed us. We needed we needed to stop walking around for a little bit. So we actually <laughs> we grabbed like six more of those cheesy pretzel breads and grabbed a seat to kind of wait for the parade to start. And we had seen magic happens before my family had not. Um, so it was new for them, but it's just such an amazing parade. Um, and so we were actually towards the end of the parade route, which ends towards where small world is. And so I was kind of worried about that at first. And I was kind of like, Oh, is it going to, cause it kind of took a while obviously for it to get down there. But because we are at the end, I feel like a lot of the characters, came up to the kids mm -hmm. um you know so and there's unique characters again that you don't really see and so there's a there was this really special moment like the blue the blue fairy from pinocchio kind of came over and waved her little wand over my my three-year-old with like some little glitter pixie dust and she just thought that was the coolest thing in the world and she still talks about that <laughs> like do you remember when i got fairy dust yes and, you know, from I the mean blue fairy? Yeah. how often does that happen in your life not yeah. very often. We all need yeah. it some days and it just doesn't happen. I mean, we're just like, yeah. oh, well, it's Tuesday. Okay. So yeah. one thing I want to mention too, because again, I appreciate you dropping a few pictures in here with the notes so we could kind of go through the conversation. You have a picture in a spot where we had got a picture when we were out there as a family on my first trip this past July or a couple of July's ago. You got to do this. If you go to Disneyland, especially for the runners that are heading out there and you'll have your medals, get your pictures at night in front of small, uh, in front of uh, the teacups. teacups yeah. That is the greatest spot because those colors pop behind you and the, it's just, I mean, it, to me, that just screams you're at a Disney park. You got the teacups behind yeah. you, you got the lanterns, the lights, the multicolors, and I love your outfits too. You got the, your husband has the Pizza Planet shirt. I, yeah. I think you do too. It's just, that's a great spot. I mean, you're definitely at Disneyland in that shot. I thought the photo pass at this time of year was, I mean, they were everywhere. And, you know, again, with the Genie Plus, you get it. So um, that was one thing I learned also from my first June trip is we did not take advantage of that enough. And so when we went the last three times, I'm like, if we see a photographer, we are stopping and we are getting pictures because, you know, it takes five seconds and, you know, they're professionally done. And they had them at, um, they had a lot of these photographers out at spots that I had never seen before. And this was, I'm sure they've had it at the teacups before at night, but it was the first time I had come across that. And so I was like, oh, heck yes, we have to take advantage of that. Yeah, it's just a great spot. I mean, because it's, you know, it's kinetic. You can tell, I mean, there's people in the teacups, you know, it's not, you can tell it's not just like a, you know, a screen behind you. Like it right. is, you're at Disneyland at night having a good time with your family. I, I love that stuff. Cause I mean, that's, you know, again, I'm older. So I see like your girls before you know it, 
one of them will be in college, one will be getting ready to graduate high school. And you'll be like, oh, God, that's such a great picture. Because that's just where I am. You know, like I see it from that perspective at this point, And that picture will be worth, you know, gold. Yeah, you know, just totally. it, it's perfect. OK, so your last day was this Friday and last day in the parks and you kicked it off over at Disneyland. So walk us through how you get the last day is always sad. But I mean, you know, because, you know, you're going home and everything. But, you know, it, it is what you make of it. And you kind of make it a, a great day. Yeah. It, and, you know, I think I knew I was like, okay, I feel like we had really accomplished quite a bit. There were still some things we wanted to do. So it was a slower paced day, which was totally fine with me. Um, we spent the first part of the day, probably honestly, the first two hours um, in Toontown and um, got there before the lines were anything. And, um, you know, I, we were able to ride um, Chippendale's Gadget Coaster, which I think you guys have compared to the Walt Disney World. It's like, I think you've called it Barnstormer. Yeah, Barnstormer. Mm -hmm. So it's a very short little coaster, but my little one was tall enough to ride it. And um, so we get on that thing and I don't know what to expect. I've never ridden it. I'm like, is this two seconds? Is this two minutes? I don't really know. But, you know, when you go down that first little swoop around, you can see out the entire Toontown. And so she's got her hands up. She's like, you can see the whole Disneyland. From <laughs> here. Um, so she thought that was great. And so we rode that a handful of times. We got on Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, which both of my girls love that ride. And it actually, that trip got added to Genie Plus. And so that was a new thing. It had never been. It was only an individual lightning right. lane before. So I was like, this is great. And we rode that a handful of times too. And then we just let them kind of run amok out there and play in all the different playscapes and play yards and go in and out of the houses. And we just kind of let them have, you know, run some energy off nice. and kind of do whatever they wanted to do. Cause we had been going so much. Um, and I, you, you know, know folks, then, like I try to, try to explain this to Ricky is that, you know, cause she's, she's done this forever. She knows the parks better than I do. Cause you know, she's, mm -hmm. she goes harder in the parks once she gets out of bed and gets in there. Yeah. Um, cause I, I'm more of like, I can, I'm fine to chill at the, at the pool, like at this point yeah. in my life, like I go to the parks for a few hours go back to the hotel and then go back in the evening. But I, I'm not all about the rides as much anymore. But the mm -hmm. thing is what you're saying is absolutely true. The kids are going to need some time to burn off energy and just have some free play, just run around. And I'll say that I got invited out there this past spring for the reopening of Toontown after they reimagined it. And, you know, I don't have young kids anymore, but I just looked around as a, as a former educator, right? Where somebody worked in education and then he said, they, they thought about this, they thought about that. They thought about these type of kids who have these kind of needs because there's very quiet little nooks where if you have a child that gets overstimulated by lots of sound, a lot, you know, need a dark, quiet place. There's a nook back there in yeah. the back corner. You know, it's just, I, I thought it's very well thought out. And there's actually, I think, I think you can buy donuts, many donuts. Oh, and, yeah, that's uh, right. <laughs> Dude, yeah. I'm going back. That, that's where I'll be. I am going back to Toontown just to get donuts. So yeah, no, it was great. And and so my brother and his and my sister in law actually kind of showed up late that day. They slept in a little bit, and I had to like pull my kids out of Toontown. Right. Like we gotta, we gonna need to go meet up with them. You know, I'm like dragging them out of there. But um, but yeah, they 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 love that place. And um, we kind of just bebopped around the rest of the day. We did um like a little one of the Disney Visa card like photo opportunities mm -hmm. um, with Darth Vader, which my husband was thrilled about. And, um, you know, that was great. We had, um, I had this uh, pumpkin cheesecake cold brew that they had that was seasonal, which I know you're not a coffee no. coffee guy. But I love, you know, I love I, Red Rose Tavern. That is a, yeah. that is a cool spot on the inside. It is so cool looking. I had breakfast there one day when I was out there and I was just like, I just love the feel of this place. It's so amazing. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. So that was, that was delicious. That was worth it. Cause I definitely needed caffeine by the time, you know, 11 <laughs> o'clock rolled around <laughs> the first two cups of coffee had already worn off. Um, but I would say the highlight for us for this day, and again, we, we took it very slow, um, is we, I've always wanted to do the Animation Academy over at DCA. My oldest loves to draw, loves art. And so I thought she would really like that. My little one was napping and we needed some air conditioning and to sit down for a while. And so we actually did two classes back to back. It was really cool. Like I, I enjoyed it way more than I, than I thought I would. Um, we drew Minnie Mouse, which, you know, that's great. And Mirabelle actually from Encanto and um, my, my five-year-old loved it. Like, and they're about 20 minute classes. So it's not, you know, too long. And again, you're in air conditioning and, you know, in a comfortable seat. So it was, and you got to keep your little drawings, which were, that's amazing too. Yeah, the picture you have again, you know, you guys draw in there in the academy, perfect. You know, the pencil, mm -hmm. the little pad of paper, little desk. I mean, just happy yeah. as can be. Within the picture next to it, because I have a picture of Mallory very similar. Because luckily, I only had one little one at a time. <laughs> we had ours eleven years apart, so we didn't have the double stroller or two stroller deal. Anyway, thank God, I'm the, there's no way I could have handled that. <laughs> I barely survived those two spread out. But right. the, like the two girls there with the Mickey bars, and I mean, just the smile on their faces. As a parent, you're just like. All right, when are we coming back? Because this is this is why we this is why we traveled here. That was another grandma purchase, um, <laughs> Mickey Bars, which is fine. I mean, you know, they 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 definitely got a treat every day, but that was probably their favorite one. Um, you know, because you know it looks like Mickey, and then you know they they needed some help, so I was happy to help them eat it. But they, they enjoyed. That's they enjoyed Dad's that. job. We got a Dad finishes ice cream. <laughs> yes, yes, but so we um. We were winding down the day. We left a little early this day. I would say by like eight o'clock, I was done. The kids were done. But my husband was like, we have to ride Rise of the Resistance. Oh, yeah. We have to. And I'm like, okay. We were at DC. We were like in the back of DCA and we're running, wanting to go. And he's like, please, let's, we got to, let's just do the individual lightning lanes. My oldest daughter's tall enough to ride it. And I literally looked at him. I'm like, if I'm going to hike from the back of DCA to galaxy's edge, this better be a life changing experience. Cause I'm not a big star Wars person. Okay. That's all him. So, you know, he's like, I promise you it'll be worth it. And I mean, had, had I he, I now wait, had he, had he been on it? Or he, he had. Okay, he had. Okay, I was like, he I mean, it, it is to me. He's exactly right. But I mean, he's he's putting a lot on the line there if he's never yeah. been on it. But yeah. Uh, no, no but he right. had been on it. He's He had been on it before <laughs> um, when we went in, in June. And we, you know, obviously we've walked around Galaxy's Edge. We've done the other rides, you know, back there too. But I don't think I could feel my feet by the time we got to Rise of the Resistance. <laughs> um, but it was so cool. It was yeah. so, so cool. So it was, you know, again, we paid for the individual lightning lanes for that, which stung a little bit, but it was, it was so great. It was a good way to end the trip. And then I had to be, you know, carried out, but it was because I couldn't walk anymore, <laughs> but it was great. Totally been there. I, I'll tell you the only place I've ever bought an individual. Well, I bought them two now because again, your girls, right? I bought them this summer when we were down for the podcast cruise. We had an Epcot day and Paige only had no, was that the day with Paige? No, it was, it was the day we were at Epcot. I bought one for Guardians for us. Uh -huh. I hate Guardians, but I wrote it one more time so I could ride it with them. Still made me almost sick, so I'll never ride that again. But the only other one I've bought was out in uh, DCA. It was for Radiator Springs Racers. And it's just because I like that attraction so much. And I had a really short trip. I only had two days because I was out for like a social media thing and I bought one extra day on my ticket. And, um, you know, it. I was just one of those things like, I'm in California. <laughs> 
you know, you what, it. it costs 20 bucks. Mm -hmm. Should I pay 20 bucks for one ride? Probably not because I've already paid all this money to get in the park, but I want to ride it. You know what I'm saying? Like the line was like three hours long and I could yeah. buy the individual lightning lane and be on it, you know, within like 30 minutes and save yeah. two hours to go do all kinds of other stuff. Totally. It was worth it in the end because my time was worth 20 bucks, you know, but Absolutely. I mean, it, it's a different, you know, conception when you have five kids, you know, a family of four, because then you're multiply <laughs> the multiplier gets you. But when you're a solo traveler, it's a little bit easier to take the purchase. Totally, totally. Yeah. And we, we were fortunate. We got to do Radiator Springs during the party. We did it the very, very last thing. Um, and I was, you know, they let us do ride swap with my oldest. So my husband, my oldest and my parents went and then they were hustling to get to me because they were, you know, they were going to mm -hmm. close. And I, I mean, we got, we got that ride swap in like exactly at 11 o'clock. Um, and I got to ride it and that was, that was the first time I had ridden it. And I agree. It was, it's a really, really cool ride. And I would totally, I mean, especially if you're there by yourself, short trip, I would totally pay to ride it again. Oh, I, I already see it happening in January. Cause I love, <laughs> I just love all of cars land, but I love that ride in particular. It really kills test track. Yeah. Like I can yeah, do test track cool. now, but I'm just like, well, yeah, <laughs> like cool. it, it could be so much better. Could be, uh, you know, could be Radiator Springs. Okay, so what a trip! I mean, the pictures are awesome. Just you've shared so many good nuggets for folks that are heading out to Disneyland here soon. So let me ask two questions as we wrap up. I ask everybody, what besides the stories you've told us, little anecdotes, but like, is there one kind of small story, small moment from this trip that we haven't talked about that you'll remember that you'll never forget from this particular trip? I think it's just being with. Every, like everyone together. Um, I mean, we get together often. We all live in this, you know, we live relatively close to one another, but being able to take a, a vacation, especially with the kids being the age that they are and just, just the little things of like, you know, they're standing in line waiting and, you know, they're holding hands and singing and twirling each other around and just, you know, there are little interactions, I think for me. And, um, you know, I really enjoy watching my kids watch things if that makes sense oh no you know? totally and, I, and i've been enough now these last um this last like 18 months that half the time i'm not even paying attention to the ride i'm watching mm -hmm. their face you know i'm not watching the parade i'm watching them watch the parade and and those things are kind of they'll be burned in in my head but for for this trip specifically it was the mother gothel moment <laughs> And Sally, the Sally moment for my oldest, like those two moments, um, totally are standouts for me. The, the last October trip, which is what was like, okay, we got, we're going to have to come back every six months. My little one like danced with Mary Poppins, like in front of the castle in like a little performance. And she loved Mary Poppins at the time. So it was like a year ago. And I'm like, we have to come here every three months. Like, <laughs> I can't leave. You know, the kids are going to grow up on Main Street. <laughs> I know. Yeah. So we're going to take a break. I think we're going to try to go to Walt Disney World actually in 2025. So I'll probably be reaching out to you. Um, and I think we're going to try to take everybody on that one too. And so we'll take a little break to save up and um, make sure it doesn't get, you know, no, it, a little bit. it makes sense because Walt Disney World is just a different type of vacation. I mean, the, the transportation at Walt Disney World is something that's fun, but oh, it's another yeah. level of planning and everything. You know, it's a it's either a, you know, a, an, an adventure or a complication, depending on how things are working that day. But, you know, it's just so much more there. But Disneyland, like you said, with the characters, I mean, I've told this to Scott, like 
The characters at Disneyland are way better. Just mm-hmm. bottom line. And I think it's because it's so cool. I, that's all because we're right next to Hollywood. That's what I said. Yeah. Like everybody here yeah. wants to be an actor. Like everybody wants to be yeah. the next like big star. So, you know, Mary Poppins is like, you know, this is like I'm one step away from being on the screen. So I, totally. I don't know. I, I'm just, you know, I'm a Midwestern guy. I have no idea. That's my <laughs> philosophy on that. But uh, anyway, so one last question and we'll jump out of here. So what's one thing you would tell folks? Cause you're there traveling with a younger family. Maybe something that you think that's a pitfall for somebody that's ever gone to Disneyland. Maybe not to miss. Maybe don't do this, especially mm-hmm. in your, you know, if you have a, you know, younger kids. What What's a little nugget you could help somebody have a better vacation? So I would say two things because okay. I can't just choose one. That's but great. The first, you like the Ricky. first thing. <laughs> oh yeah, I know, right. So the first thing is take a mid- midday break. You know, if this that was hard this trip. Um, not doing that. And we didn't do it because we weren't walking distance, you know, so to like get to the car, drive to the house, you know, and then drive back was going to be too much, but definitely take a midday break. And I think if you have small children, um, really try to prioritize what they want to do. Um, You know, again, for my kids, it's a lot of the character stuff. And so it's, you see a character, you stop or you get in the line to, you know, wait to meet them and, and letting the kids kind of have those experiences, because I think it's really easy to try to, especially if you've never been to prioritize the rides and the rides are great, you know, but at the same time, the rides will pretty much always be there. Those character pieces, you may not always get to see the same characters every time you go. Um, And so, you know, I think especially if you're going to go a couple times a year, maybe one trip's about rides, one trip's about mm-hmm. characters, one trip's about food, you know, just like what's the theme of the the stuff that you're really wanting to to prioritize. It's a good point. You know, just basically have a game plan. Like, what are we trying to get done today? And, you know, there's always going to be diversions and, you know, we always get off of our plan and that that's what spontaneity is about. And that's usually where the best moments are made. But, you know, at least mm-hmm. if you have a plan going in, like, OK, I want to make sure that we see, you know, the, the kids really want to see you know, these three characters. And if we do that successful day, even if we don't, totally. we're going to have a fun day. So that's good stuff. Totally. Well, Ashley, man, what a way to start the week. And, uh, you know, the holiday season is here and this was just, I mean, we talked a little about Halloween, but it's, you know, uh, we're just a little bit late, but it's fine. We're just, we're just very early for uh, 2024. So I love this, but what a great trip. It's got me fired up. I know a ton of our runners are headed out there here in about 60 days. Going to be a great time out there. So thanks for taking the time here on a Monday. And let me tell you, happy holidays. Hope you have a good one. Thanks, Mike. Happy birthday again. All right. Oh, I forgot there for a second. <laughs> all right. Don't forget, we are standing by over at the Magic for Less Travel. They sponsor all of our shows over at themagicforless.com. We'd love to help you plan a great Disneyland, Walt Disney World, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney Trip. Just swing by the website, no cost at all, over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link. I know Black Friday is now behind us, but it is, if you're like me, the shopping hasn't even started. Like it really won't start for probably till, you know, I start getting the panicky that, you know, two day shipping is, uh, is, you know, it's December 22nd and I get, that's when I start really panicking with Amazon. So plenty of time to use the link. It's beargustpodcast.com slash Amazon. Please click through that anytime you shop online. And thank you to our patrons who make this show possible. We couldn't do it without you. $5 a month gets you uh, supporting our podcast, all the video capabilities, all the audio shows that we put out each and every week. And you get a bonus show as a thank you. It's called Mike in the Midwest. So come on over and support us. Patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Give me a follow on the social media. I'm at Be Our Guest Mike on Instagram, Twitter, slash X, and threads. And this Sunday night, we'll have another live call-in show. I know we missed it this past Sunday because my daughter's basketball team came down to play against St. Louis University. So we went and saw them. 
But uh, we'll be back this uh, this Sunday night with Scotty G taking your calls uh, at 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central. You can join us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, or Twitch. All right, we are going to jump out of here and let you get on with your week. And uh, I know it's a tough one. It's back to five days. It's, uh, it's a sad reality. But you know what? Christmas will be here before you know it. <laughs> and we'll get, get another little break from that. And then for all the runners, it's reality time. <laughs> so don't wish everything moving too quickly because there's a lot of us that got to get a lot of training in in a short amount of time. <laughs> so we'll see how it goes, but thank you for joining us here on a Monday. We'll be back again on Wednesday with more of your listener questions. So for Ashley, I'm Mike wishing you a great Monday. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the BR guest Walt Disney world trip planning podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at brguestpodcast.com. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you real soon.